Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Wabihi nasta'in. Wassalatu wassalamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyina Muhammad. Wa ala ahla baytah al-tayyibin al-tahirin. Here as we conclude the holy month of Ramadan, it's important to go back and reflect in terms of our very first discussion at the beginning of this holy month. We started talking about how this blessed month is, more than anything, an opportunity for every single one of us to really form this link with God that will hopefully never dissipate. It's about making sure that that link and that connection with our Creator is so strong that no matter how many times we fall, we always have the strength to get up and see that in reality we're not so far away from our Creator. We set goals during this month. Some of us achieve them. Some of us may have not achieved them. We might have wanted to put in a little bit more effort in regards to our prayers, in regards to our fasting, in regards to our supplication. Some of us may have done more than we actually desired, while some of us, again, may not have necessarily reached that level. But remember, at the end of the day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to see an effort from every single one of us. The religion of Islam is a religion of seeking Him. One day there was an individual who had come to me, And he asked me, how would you explain to me the religion of Islam in one phrase? I sat back for a moment and realizing that this particular man was interested in learning about the religion of Islam. He was not a Muslim himself. And I told him, it's really hard for me to put it in one phrase or in one sentence. But he insisted that if I were to summarize the Islamic tradition, the Quran and the merits of the Prophet, and the beauty of everything within our faith, how would I put it in one sentence? And again, probably after 30 seconds of hesitating, I responded to him that Islam is in seeking God. The final objective is to know him, as he states in the famous tradition, known as the Hadith al-Qudsi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that I created the creation so that I would be known. And thus, it's the struggle of humanity to always look for him, to seek finding him. And during this month of Ramadan, even though we may not have reached the goals that we set out to reach, at the end of the day, did we make a small incremental movement in terms of really uncovering this incredible treasure that is our all-merciful creator or no? And one of the ways to really find him, again, is to find ourselves. Did we spend time in solitude with ourselves while we were in the state of fasting or in the darkness of night while we were praying in terms of really understanding who we are, what our character is, our flaws, and our virtues? In the whole Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about three different types of hearts. And again, the heart is understood to be a spiritual vessel, and not solely a physical vessel. 
The first type of heart that God mentions within the whole Quran is what he coins as the hard-hearted. فَوَيْلٌ لِلْقَاسِيَةِ قُلُوبِهِمْ مِنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, Woe to those hard hearts that are unable to remember God. These are hearts that cannot be receptive and it needs a lot of work to become soft. And again, you can probably understand the heart to be very similar to a sponge. When it's very hard, it's unable to be receptive to water, water being the remembrance of God. Thus, it needs to go through a washing, a cleansing, a purifying before it's really able to be receptive of that which it's been created for, meaning to remember and to know God and truly really increase our ma'rafa and our knowledge and our intellect and our relationship with Him. That's the first type of heart that God mentions within the whole of Quran is the hard-hearted people. Then secondly, he states, or he makes reference toward the sick hearts. This heart is sick, but sicknesses have the potential to receive a cure. My pride and my arrogance and my anger and my love of this world are all spiritual diseases of the heart that if I really work toward cultivating it, they really have the potential to be cured. But again, it requires a little bit of effort on our part. And then the third type of heart that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions within the whole Quran is the sound heart, the receptive heart. He states in the whole Quran that everyone on the day of judgment is going to have to go through certain hurdles and obstacles except for those who reach God with a sound heart, with a receptive heart, the ability to know Him and the ability to know ourselves. And within Islamic tradition, by means of the words of the Holy Prophet and the Ahlul Bayt we are told that one of the greatest means by which we are able to soften our heart is fasting during the month of Ramadan. A second advice is to be in a state of dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not only to recite tasbihat by saying Allahu Akbar or Alhamdulillah or Subhanallah or La ilaha illallah, but to just remember God, to look up at the sky and remember Him, to remember that this is the month of Allah, this is the month of Ramadan. Just that thought and that reminder that you shouldn't get angry even though you're very frustrated at that moment because this is God's month, and that restraining of our sin is a remembrance of God. Amongst the means to really have the sound heart is to perform the night prayer. Salatul Layl, Qiyamul Layl, At-Tahajjud. Because again, it all has the ability to soften our heart so that we're able to be receptive to that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala desires from us. That the way to really attain a sound heart is to eat a little bit and to not overeat. And even if we couldn't fast during the holy month of Ramadan because we were traveling or because of health issues or whatever it was, just to understand the beauty and the sanctity of this holy month and by just eating a little bit less than we normally would, it again allows our hearts to be receptive. 
except for those who reach God with the sound heart. And as we've put forth all of our efforts during the course of this holy month, and again, even if we were unable to reach the goals that we had initially set out in the beginning of this month, know that we've put forth even a little bit of an effort. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, again, if we reach out to him and if we knock his door and if we show him that we put forth even a little bit of effort towards seeking closeness to him, just know that he's more merciful than any one of us. He's more merciful than a mother to her child. He's more merciful than the Holy Prophet wasallam, the Prophet of mercy. And we know that in spite of everything that this most immaculate, most perfect man had to deal with in regards to the people of Mecca, especially during those early days. When he re-enters Mecca, he doesn't go back and abuse them, but rather he understands that the way to bring them to the truth is by giving them a smile to their faces and to offering their hand, and, and to offer his hand to them, even though they were ready to cut his hand off initially. And know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want to return us back without giving us anything in our hand. Because in front of Him, we begged Him during this month. And we fasted during this month. And we prayed to Him during this month. And we sought Him during this month. And we desired to purify ourselves during the course of this month. And it's important that we realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without a doubt, is going to reward us for every effort that we put forth to really finding Him during this holy month. But it's important then that at the same time, we have confidence in ourselves to realize that whatever we did, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most certainly accepted it from us. But that's only the first step. The next step moving forward, again, now that we have the sound, receptive heart, is to figure out what we're going to do to push forward. How am I going to make sure that I'm able to maintain the same energy moving forward to seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Again, even in really small baby steps moving forward after the holy month of Ramadan. In a famous supplication of Imam Ali alayhi salam or in a famous sermon of the commander of the faithful alayhi salam, he states, Eid is for him whose fasts have been accepted by God and whose worship has been appreciated by God. Every day in which you do not disobey God is the day of Eid. The day of Eid is not a day in which we revert back again to our bad habits, but it's a day of thankfulness to our Creator. It's a day of thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He gave us the energy to do what we did and to accomplish what we accomplished during this month, again, even if it's not exactly what we really wanted to accomplish during the course of this month. It's okay to have had really lofty goals and not reach them, as long as we understand that there's always more work to do. But again, the day of Eid is meant to be a festival. The day of Eid is meant to be a day of congratulations for us, and really thankfulness again to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for him giving us his divine help and support to really reach this most blessed day. 
But at the same time, we should be feeling a little bit of pain in our hearts. Not necessarily because we didn't put forth our very best effort, but rather because those moments of opportunity are fading. That the moments that we spend time with our family and community more so than we might do throughout the course of the year, they're just not going to be there for us anymore. The different fragrance of this holy month is no longer present with us. The appearance of the stars in the sky and the moon and its crescent don't necessarily look the same after the holy month of Ramadan. And thus, we bid farewell to the blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had to offer us. And we sincerely ask Him for the ability and the potential to reach this holy month again, so again we can put that much more of an effort next year if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the ability and the tawfiq to reach that holy month. But again, it goes back down to our hearts. At the end of the day, most importantly, the month of Ramadan was a month of opportunity toward cleansing our hearts and our souls of all vice. And if we, nef- if we didn't necessarily f- fill it with virtue during the course of the month, then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will absolutely forgive all of our sins on this day of Eid. But now it's important that we spend the rest of the year in filling it with virtue. Because if my sins have all been forgiven and my heart has been cleansed, now it's important that I'm able to instill within it the most perfect of qualities. Now it's important that we begin to seek that beauty and to seek that justice and to seek that generosity and that mercy and that compassion and really fill our hearts with all of that which is beautiful. And again, even though we might slip here and there, understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just gave us the blessing of the month of Ramadan. And He wants to make sure that we're successful. So we shouldn't feel afraid, we shouldn't feel worried after the month of Ramadan to really push forward and to really make our best efforts. But again, to be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what He has given us. Then also spend time on this night and on these days of Eid to really seek from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the ability that we're really able to continue our journey in seeking Him. Walhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wa sallallahumma ala Sayyidina wa Nabiyina Muhammad Wa ala ahl baytah al-tayyibin al-tahirin Follow Shaykh Fayaz on Twitter at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook.